Quincy Ameriquois here, and you're now listening to PS Clips, where we bring you the best highlights and moments from the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. You can subscribe to listen to more clips, this full episode, and all our other Perfect Soccer Radio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. But in a way, maybe Sebi does have a point. There are certain times when a player has both the clout and the platform and they're perfect examples of when you can use them. Maybe Wayne did. Maybe he just didn't voice it externally. Maybe he didn't voice it to the world like he did on your podcast. 100%. And I'm, I'm loving it because a core value here is teamwork makes the dream work. And here at Perfect Soccer, everyone's on the team. We're all investing in ourselves. An investment in Perfect Soccer is an investment in yourself. And we're long-term winner mindset out here. So I'm loving that. I want to transition over a little bit especially the reason why we ended up getting connected uh we ended up getting connected here because of my interview with wayne uh on episode 66 of the ask the soccer pro show uh, for those of you if you haven't listened go ahead and make sure you have a listen but wayne uh and i developed a really good relationship while i was here i respected his willingness to understand the issues of the union the issues of the player pool the american player when he definitely did not have to Right. He genuinely was interested. He wanted to learn. He spent hours and hours having conversations with me to learn. And uh, a big reason why he felt compelled to come back and share his perspective kind of on the fly, just on the show when we're having a conversation. And uh, I believe you and Sebastian Salazar. Sebastian Salazar. And Moreno. Yes. (laughs) Happened to pick up that and had a conversation on ESPN FC. Correct. Okay. I, I was quite entertained by what I saw and how it, how it played out. And for me, the perspective that I can have watching it, I have a lot more of the historical perspective and understanding. Um, I also saw your reaction to uh, Sebastian's reaction. So uh, I kind of want to, I'll give you the floor so you can kind of share your initial thoughts, what you thought he was missing, what what is going on there, and then kind of a few more for you after that. Well, see, my initial reaction wasn't really on on what is Wayne Rooney or his reaction. It was more Sebastian Salazar and Sebi Salazar trying to go after Wayne. Of Why is Wayne talking now? Why didn't he use his platform when he was in Major League Soccer? Why didn't he speak up then? Which I think Sebastian's going for a cert. I mean, Sebi, I don't know if you know the story, but Sebi was one of the guys who was gung-ho against Wayne Rooney going to D.C. United. It didn't fit the market. It didn't speak to the relevance of the community there, blah, 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 blah. And we just sent him through the ringer at FC. Okay. And it ended up being the right move for DC United, it ended up being the right move at the time for Wayne Rooney. He gave us some unbelievable moments. So for him, it was more of us reacting, Sebi still kind of beating that drum and not letting it go. Gotcha. Uh, but in a way, maybe Sebi does have a point. There are certain times when a player has both the clout and the platform and they're perfect examples of when you can use them. Maybe Wayne did. Maybe he just didn't voice it externally. Maybe he didn't voice it to the world like he did on your podcast. Uh, and I'll give you an example. Right now, you guys are in this crazy situation where you're being asked by ownership to take a salary cut. Um, and from what I understand from the owners is it's a prorated salary cut. And depending dependent on the amount of games that you end up playing in Major League Soccer, it's the amount that you will be reduced, yada, 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 all these technical things. Um, and there was a call between the players and the ownership group, and there was something like 100-something players that were involved. And Chicharito Hernandez was one of the guys who actually spoke up. This is recently. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of this isn't public, but he spoke out and players were very happy with the way he used his platform, with the way player of his background, his clout at the moment, his stock used his platform within the ownership group to not voice displeasure, but to say like, hey, this may be hurting you more than just financially if you end up doing this. And I'm sure I think it was he voiced it like other players from beyond will think twice about coming if we handle this the wrong way. So let's all come to terms and handle it the right way. So that's one way of doing it. I don't really know if Wayne Rooney did that when he was here, if not. um, But our reaction was more going on that because listen, you know what it's like. You've been traded from teams. Um, I don't know if you've been waived. I've been waived from teams, but it doesn't necessarily leave you in the most protected position. And when you get traded from a market like, uh, let's just say, Colorado, which uh, is a very affordable housing market compared to California. And you're going to go to California, you're going to make the same amount of money to live in a more expensive housing market. And they're only going to give you, I believe back then when I was in the league, at my salary, it was $3,500 to do your move. Now, I was a single guy. I was 25, 26 years old, so it didn't really impact me that much. But to be a guy with a family, and have to make that move, uproot your family, your kids out of school, your wife out of her position, because I'm sure she's going to be working as well, to go to a more expensive housing market uh, without really any say because you sign over your FIFA Pro rights, which is what Major League Soccer players do. That's a lot to handle. And I, I've played abroad. I've played in Mexico. And I've played in a type of football that's first world, I would say, in the way they give attention to the game and the way that they spend money on players, the amount of money within. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the case in Major League Soccer, and it's getting a lot better, but it's very disheartening. It's very hard to swallow if you're a Major League Soccer player, and that happens. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode.